Welcome. You've joined the Hedonism Show with Carol and David, broadcasting live from the world's most iconic adult playground Hedonism 2 on Negril Beach in Jamaica. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Hedonism Show. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi, everyone. We're Carol and David. Welcome to the Hedonism Show, broadcasting on location at Hedo 2 on Negril Beach in Jamaica. As you know, the Hedo Show is all about the pursuit of pleasure. It sure is. And you know, Hedo is the world's most iconic adult playground and all-inclusive paradise where you can turn your fantasies into reality. And boy, oh boy, have we sure turned some of our fantasies into realities here at Hedo 2. It's the sexiest place on earth where you can get wicked for a week or be as mild or as wild as you like. Alrighty, so is there something holding you back from opening up to your partner about your sexual needs, desires, and fantasies? Is it shame or fear of rejection? Sometimes those hard conversations can save your marriage, or at least they can help you spice it up. On today's show, we're going to be chatting with some guests who found out all about the benefits of opening up their dialogue about exploring their sexual fantasies and having new sexual adventures together, and how those discussions brought them to Hito 2 to reconnect and reignite their flames of passion. And of course, discover a community of like-minded folks who are just like them, ready to make the magic unfold. Absolutely. But before that, we want to tell you a little bit about our top waterproof blanket because nobody wants to sleep in the wet spot and squirt is hot until it's not. So if you're fed up with sleeping in that wet spot or having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak-proof, and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets. From messy massage oils and silicone lubes to other sexy wetness, just throw it in the washer and dryer and it comes out looking like brand new. And you don't have to leave your house to get one. Simply and safely buy on Amazon. Search Top Waterproof Blanket, that's T-O-P, Waterproof Blanket, and order yours today. Great sex starts now. It sure does. All right, we're back. You know we're Carl and David. This is the Hedonism Show. We are live here on Negro Beach in Jamaica. It's a sunny day, a little windy today. And we have, I would have to say, an iconic person who's been to Hedo many times and actually performs here. So we have Starry, who's a singer and an actress from New York City. Uh, welcome to our show. Pleasure to be here. So Starry, tell us a little bit about you and what you do. Uh, well, um, I am a small town uh, Connecticut girl who moved to New York, and I am a singer and actress um, in Manhattan. And uh, I've been living up there for about 15 years now. Absolutely adore it. I play out with my band. and. Where did you do your training? Um, so I, I took eight years of singing lessons, uh, four in high school and four in college. And then after that, just kind of winged it. Really? Did she say singing or swinging? Oh, yeah. She said singing. Let's start with the singing part. <laughs> oh, we'll get into man. the swinging part soon enough. Right. How about that? Okay, that's good. That's awesome. And tell us a little bit about your band then. Uh, so the Hungers are an alt rock. Um, they're kind of like a throwback to the 90s, all original band. Um, we've been together for about two and a half years now. And um, the, the minute we got together, uh, it was supposed to be a cover band of like 90s grunge. And um, 
their first practice, my guitarist was like, hey, do you happen to write songs? And I was like, uh, yeah. So I had like, no, I pounded down like three notebooks and he was like, oh my God. He's like, I write too. And then our bassist was like, well, I write too. Oh, and wow. then the drummer was like, I write too. Within uh, two days, we had 20 songs. Wow. And I, I have never bonded with these like these guys are just wonderful they're and and you record your music and it's available yeah um we're on itunes and uh spotify um i have originals from before the band with uh, under starry tiberio and then we have music videos on youtube if you look up the hungers band or starry tiberio you can find wow us. wow that's very cool anyways if you missed all of that starry's gonna have a guest page up on our website and you can go there to the sexylifestyle.com and find all that cool stuff out so i guess being a performer covid has uh, turned your life upside down last year basically ended anything that i could possibly do in new york city wow. um it was a real uh game changer it like by the when march hit i had a like a karaoke gig that i was doing on the side and um i remember the last day that we were able to do it in the in the bar i was sitting there and i was like hey guys come on out it's probably the last party woo i had no idea that was so true oh, oh boy goodness. and yeah. that was that was it um and we uh, and we get it because new york city um at the beginning of the pandemic was the epicenter and so was montreal where right we lived. it was awful yeah. and yeah. things just shut down everything was done it was crazy. and so any acting that i was doing any singing that i was doing was gone any like i had some bartending stuff that i was doing that was gone uh the karaoke stuff was gone literally anything so there was a lot of changes in your career but what about your sex life did that get changed were you stuck with your partner were you away from your partner how did it work for you so we lived together and um now that i was out of work i was home at the apartment all the time we have a very nice apartment it was like big and like we have space which is nice but he was working all the time and our building is um like a senior in support of housing and he's the superintendent so oh he works where we live <laughs> and um he uh he was downstairs and like we found out that two of the front desk people passed away during covid like of wow. covid oh, no. and he was like don't come downstairs he's wow. like just stay up here wow so i was in my apartment from march to june wow i never really left um did you get a chance like did you feel creative did you get a chance to write music i actually or? ended up starting painting yay uh, so i made <laughs> You're that a real artist then. yeah i and i was i was painting these paintings and i started commissioning them out like uh -huh. like people were like hey can you paint an elephant or like whatever like I've this seen means this. you're very very creative in any medium right it that's very like, cool it, you put art in front of it just uh, do it like oh, i love that's it cool. so now did your sex life get better so um, at the beginning of the uh, pandemic, it was kind of um, it was it was very hard because you know you're there constantly. Stressful. And was, everything was stressful. Yeah. Like he had lost like friends that he worked with, and so he was not he was in a different space, headspace, and I was cooped up in an apartment. And like they have the seven o'clock salute every day, and we'd go out and make noise, and it was like. It was really depressing. So those people who think COVID doesn't really exist. Oh, it exists. Yes. I and mean, it just affects lives. There's the the hospital, like, you know, with the refrigerated trucks with the... It was... It's crazy. It yeah. was bad. And I... It, it was just watching the news, like watching Como every day, mm. just waiting to hear some good news. Mm. So, so in our sex life, um, we've been working from home and together for years, but because... Um, well, we didn't travel anywhere. We or didn't travel on. and we weren't able to swing with any other couples we brought out all the samples of sex toys we've been receiving over the years yeah. we started videotaping some of our getting sex. a little experimental uh -huh. and we did role-playing we did sex in the kitchen 
and our sex life actually got hotter and spicier. It was Ours different. Went stagnant. There you really? go. Really? Wow. Yeah. Um, so, and like at the time, he even uh, he was talking to somebody else um, on the phone. Yeah, and I and I'm, I found out about it, and I was like livid. So, um, uh, at one point, it was right at the end of June, right before Harry called. Um, he goes. I said to him, I sat, I sat him down and I was like, Johnny, um, we need to stop lying to each other and either this is going to make or break our relationship, but tell me what you fucking want yeah. because I'm willing to give it to you because I already know what's going on in your head. And I was like, give me your computer. And I took his computer and I typed in on his little porn thing. I was like, this is what I like to watch. And he looks at it and he gives me these fucking raised eyebrows and he's like, wait, what? And I was like, yeah, what do you like? And he looks at me and he types in uh, cautiously and pushes it back and shows me what he likes to do. And I was like, I'm willing to do that. And he was like, oh, shit. And then he took two days off to fuck me just nice. two whole days and we drank some water throughout the whole day. like it was just constant and so, then I, I really changed everything so i'm curious what was that porn that you showed him that you so liked? i you know you intrigued him he's not gonna let you go without hearing what it is so i um i have this thing like i've never in person seen uh two guys together mm-hmm. Um, fucking and I just it's intriguing to me to watch and it turns that's, me on that's my fantasy also yeah Absolutely. I, I think I've it's never so seen fucking it. I've never here, seen it and that's why it makes it taboo and you're yes. like ooh I really want to see this yeah. but so, I like watching the two guys suck each other I don't you like them fucking each other I, 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 yeah, yeah I want to okay. see that like yeah. um, kissing uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah me too but something the, suck, about the sucking cock yeah <laughs> so um, when I pushed it back over and like he showed me he's like oh, kind of like watching tranny porn and wow. I was like oh okay yeah, I was like, see, like I like watching tranny porn too and he was <laughs> and he was like would you do a tranny with me like would you I was like yes yeah there, I, there you go all you had to do was ask wow There's and he's like I am so fucking sorry wow. like he's like I had he's like I just thought you would judge me and I was like of course I'm not gonna judge you like I I love you and I want to be with you like this is this is cool. what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to tell people what you love, like and the people you love. And especially if it's a fantasy, it doesn't mean that you ever want to be in the middle of that. It doesn't mean that you have to have that person live sucking cock in front of you. Right, but, but we can watch cool it together, to watch it. or yeah. we can think about it. It could be and in I'm, your head. And I'm open. Like and fucking, yeah. let's do it. And what's crazy? We had Dr. Justin Laymiller on our show a while back, um, who's from the Kinsey Institute, and he did this massive survey about sexuality and fantasies. And the number one fantasy was threesomes. Number two was group sex. But we then got another educator on talking about how couples keep these fantasies to themselves and don't tell their partner for years and years and years. It's true. And then 25 years later, one says, you know, would you think about having a threesome? Hell yeah. The other one goes, hell yeah. Why did you wait so long? (laughs) It's true. And, you know, we've been together for 11 and a half years. And... um, we were on the verge of breaking up like it was the like the end and but now I, you're getting married right yeah so so harry calls yeah. <laughs> oh yes and i exactly. uh, asked us to come down um for the thing and i was like he was sleeping on the couch and i was like harry i gotta ask johnny you know if he wants to do it uh, but he's sleeping right now he's like okay well when he wakes up and johnny goes 
like he kind of like nudged a little and I was like oh he's awake and I smack him awake <laughs> I'm like hey Harry's asking us to come down and he's like did you say yes <laughs> so I was like yeah so we come down and when we this were, is when the resort first reopened after it the was right yeah right before uh, they opened yes um so we were down here and um we just kind of rekindled everything and cool. we, we were like it had been the first time in years that we were holding hands and like wow. just like loving up on each Love other that. and just like nice. appreciating was, each other right? yeah because yeah. you know shit happens, shit happens. but Hito, Hito is a place that really um, allows you to find that intimacy that romance again Carol and I love walking on the beach every night because you know there's so much that goes on during the day and um, at night the it's moon, that reconnection stars, right absolutely I mean, you can go to the playroom and fuck like we did the other night and then go to the hot tub mm-hmm. and have some pizza and stuff. But then you have to bring it back together and connect. And, and Hito is a yeah. place you can do it. And you know, when everyone else around you is in love, it really makes you feel in love. It as absolutely well. does. And the thing was, you know, there wasn't there wasn't a lot of people here. And um, that was another thing. It was like you had this whole island to yourself and it's so freaking romantic mm-hmm. to be walking the beach alone together and talking about stuff because when when this place is packed and don't get me wrong I love it when it's packed but when it was empty (laughs) it was like super intimate yeah you had your Mm. own private moments with each other and that was really nice now did you guys have some hot sex when you got here oh my god yeah (laughs) just the two of you or did you swing also Uh, we 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 played around a bit with um, the other people that were there like we've been friends with like everyone that was here for a long time and people i never thought i'd play with we were <laughs> we were playing with well we were supposed to be here but we couldn't get a flight right and then we had to quarantine for two weeks when we got back wish was, you had been there i know <laughs> i know we wish we would have been so here too i, I want to go back to those those fantasies about the guy guy thing because mm-hmm. um you know carol loves cocks she well who doesn't yeah and i love watching her suck two cocks at the same time especially when one of them is mine <laughs> yeah is your partner um into like watching you with multiple men absolutely uh, we f- this is another thing we found out so during this whole thing and discovering each other again like we he's we've always just played together or it was like we tried separate room a few times and then um, so how long have you been in the lifestyle at this point um, 11 years oh I see okay yeah so um, your relationship began in the lifestyle basically like I I had lost my job at a hedge fund and I was like I needed I need a job, but I'm also on unemployment, um, so I just need something under the table. So I go on Craigslist and I find a an advertisement for a hostess, and I was like, "Oh, I do that, whatever." So, but it's for a swinger club. Oh, okay. <laughs> and gotcha. I was like, "Oh, okay." Um, so I go into the interview, and the guy was like, "All right." So um, he's like, "I'm going to be frank with you. This is a uh, swinger club." He's like, "Do you have?" A problem. Or first thing he says, he's like, "Do you have a problem with people having sex in front of you?" And I was like, "Wait, wait, what?" <laughs> um, yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, it's a swinger club." Um, he's like, "People are gonna have sex in front of you. They're gonna be doing all sorts of things. You have a problem with like gays and LGBTQ?" And I was like, "No, I, have, I no, I guess I don't." <laughs> had no idea but yeah, yeah ask. So um, I ended up getting the job, and um, I was like, "But is it like, is it under the table?" You know, like, and he's like, "It'd be under the table, over the table, however you want it." <laughs> And I was like, okay. So I took the job, and when I was working there, um, he found out that I could bartend, so he asked me to be a bartender. So I start working there, and me and Johnny were like, fresh out the box, hot new couple, like we 
you know, just starting. Right. And he he was like, um, I don't know about this place that you're working at. And my boss was like, hey, how about you just bring him in on one of your days off and uh, just to see what it's like. So I bring him into the club. And, uh, you know, he's like, this is not what I expected. It's just a bunch of couples like sitting at a bar drinking some like cocktails. And I was like, yeah, wait yeah. 10 minutes. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, everyone gets a little lit. And then uh, so I take him into like the hallway or whatever. And there's like one of those moon chairs. And I, I push him down. Like, you know, we start having sex in front of everybody. And there's a crowd forming. Uh-huh. And we're like fucking going at it and riding him like cowgirl style. And he's just screaming, you're the best girlfriend ever. <laughs> and my boss walks by and he just goes and gives me a nod and like walks away. And I thought I was in trouble. And he's like, listen, he's like, you guys can come here anytime you want for free for the rest of time if you get the party going like, like that just happened. Oh, wow. Because after that, everyone was all over yeah. each other. So I was like, okay. So we took advantage of that. And that's basically how we got into the oh, lifestyle. We just kept going yeah. like every day. Wow. So Neat. Wow. That's very cool. And um, back to the, the question I was asking. So you Sorry. like multiple cocks? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and have you done like that double vag? I've done double vag. That was actually before I was with him. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like a my ex-fiance. He had a friend who would just come over and we'd all hang out and stuff. And one day he's like, let's try some shit. And I was like, oh, okay. And his friend's like, yeah, I'm in. So uh, what guy's not going to be in? Right. right Every exactly. And I was in. like, I, you know, I didn't know you wanted to share. But sure, I'm here. Yeah. So uh, we did it. And I was like, this is insane. Like. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, so, me so too. So Hero's a place that's open to everyone. Singles, couples, oh, yeah. uh, threesomes, triads, whatever. So what's the difference of coming to Hedo as a single woman versus coming as a couple? Um, it was actually, um, I didn't find a huge difference. Um, there's, like, you know when you get hit on and stuff and, and, like, a guy comes up to you and if you're not interested, it's way easier to say, oh, my boyfriend's not here, but I need his permission as opposed mm-hmm. to, can I find him and then I'll uh-huh. get it. So, um, so you know. So you could pick and choose just the same. And, of course, nobody's hounding you. If you say no, no is no. Yeah, and as soon as you tell people, like, the great thing about Hito is, like, there's a lot of respect in this place, a lot. And, like, being here by myself I know I had like a few people come up and be like hey so like are you here by yourself everyone always asks are you here by yourself and I'm like actually well I'm here by myself but my my boyfriend's you know not At here home. and like oh do you play and there's it's always questions no one ever like goes over the line and great and when you're here as a single and you do play do you tell him the experience that you had does he want to know is that like is a, it part of the fantasy is it part of the porn yeah. in this world so um so the first uh the first week I was here, okay, um, he left me here because uh, there was nothing to do in New York. And he... Oh, when you came in June? Yeah. You so, went back home and you stayed. Mm-hmm. Because he was like, I have to get back to work. He goes, but like, he's like, I literally cannot watch you sit there miserably every single day. Just because like, he's like, it's not fair to you. He's like, stay, just stay. And I was like, all right. And Harry was like, yeah, help like help out with you know entertaining people like sure. just get in the pool and play games and whatever you do and I was like alright so we did and um, and how long did you stay on that extra bit two months wow okay yeah. two months alright it was supposed to be two weeks yeah and um, we know that feeling so cause Harry's like she can stay the whole month and Johnny goes well, two, two weeks and then after two weeks Johnny's just like 
just stay there the whole month. Like, yeah. I mean, he's like, you're you're doing great out there. Everyone's enjoying it. And he's like, and I'm okay. I'm okay here. So, and he got some good, great sex while you were he he got his fix before you, you left yeah. him. And uh, you know, and he was he was busy working a lot, and we talked every single night, like every every day. I mean, even when I'm here now, it's like we Facetime, and he's just like real excited to, yeah kind of be it's like being a part of it but right, not being a part of it right and and do you tell him oh so um when that first week was here like i was trying to avoid like you know try i didn't want to ask because like we've never really been apart right. and done that kind of thing so um this really freaking hot couple comes in and i'm like wow <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you're they, tingling all over yeah, right yeah he like the guy walks in and i was like jesus christ and then his wife fucks up and i was like holy shit <laughs> um and they come in and uh they were super kind and like and i was like get in here playing a game he's like okay so they just jump in and they start playing the game with us and he opened up to us about a whole bunch of stuff that he likes and like that wasn't really um it was a it's kind of taboo because he's in, you know into guys like he's bisexual and his wife loves it and everything and so um, we we're playing this like never ever everything and yeah. and it was like never have I ever suck cock and he like he he took a drink and I was like you know you're supposed to drink when you um, when you when you have done it and he goes I have is that okay it was their first time uh, they were virgins wow. so uh, and I was like yeah that's perfectly fine he's and he, his eyes lit up and he's like oh okay so he started opening up and he's just like blah 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 and he's like man I, he's like we really like you Starry like I, we love to play with you and stuff and like did you have a boyfriend I was like yeah he's at home I really have to ask permission but I'm I'm gonna ask <laughs> and he and they were like okay great so I hit him up and I was like Johnny um is is it okay if I play with this couple? I sent him a picture, and he was like, "Oh wow!" Uh, <laughs> he's like, um, "He's like, well, are they nice? Like, would I like them?" And he's like, "Yeah, they really want to meet you eventually. Like, when you, you know, when you come down here, or whatever." And he goes, um, "I was like, well, she's got a strap on in her room." And he goes, "If you film it, you can do it." <laughs> and I was I like, like "All right." So I went up to them, and then he. You know, the guy filmed it, and me and her went at it, and then we all played, and yeah. And so at the end of it, they're like, "Hi, Johnny." Oh, <laughs> so. that's awesome. So did you put the strap on, or did she? She did. Hun, I know I won't put a strap on it because it's so much work, it's right? So much but work. I'm fine if someone else is gonna do it. Oh yeah, fuck me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was really excited about that. So it was, a, it was, wow, it was great yeah. too. And the video is hot as fuck. Hey, <laughs> now that's great. Was, was he just videoing, or did he eventually come in and play while she was fucking you? He was videoing. He was videoing, and then later on, we made another video with all of us. Nice. So it was, it was nice. good times. Nice. And then Johnny appreciated, I'm sure. So I was really afraid to send it to him because I was like, you said that this is okay, but we've never done this and I don't know if it actually is okay. Because like, Cause you don't know you until, don't know you, do it, until right? you do it. Like, it, it, things have backfired in the past. Yeah. So I sent it to him one piece at a time. Ooh. Like, First this, and yeah. the whole the first one was oh my god, uh-huh. and the second was like holy shit, <laughs> and then the third one was like I'm dying, I need to call you. <laughs> so then I'm like okay, so he does. He's like that was the freaking honest thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, I loved it. I loved it. I was like oh great because they want to meet you, and he's like yes. Oh, <laughs> but did you cool. tell him that the other guy wants to suck his cock? I may have left that out. 
<laughs> and did you meet after? Um, he still hasn't met them, but I uh, think they'll be here in November. Okay, should be interesting. Yeah. I mean, it might happen. Like, who knows? So, how long have you been coming to Hito? Uh, th- this is either my tenth or eleventh trip. I think we've been coming th- since either two thousand nine or two thousand ten. And do you remember your very first trip here? Yes. Um, so my boss um, at the swinger club I had been talking about how we wanted to take a vacation and um, and how we wanted to uh, like go someplace fun and whatever and he's like I know just the place he's like I know the owner hedonism it's back when it was super clubs and everything and he was just like I'll get you an upgrade we'll get you in there it'll be great so we got a uh, ocean view uh, nude uh, room it was great and we how got long, how long did it take you to get naked <laughs> This is great. So um, we got in the room, we put our stuff away, and we were in our bathing suits. And he looks at me, and he's like, "I don't think we're really gonna get naked on this trip. Like, I don't think we're, I don't think we're gonna do that." I was like, "I, yeah, I don't really feel comfortable." So we're walking down to the nude pool, which they had pointed out to us, and all these people were just walking by naked. And Johnny's looking around like, "Oh my god!" And I just see him like shimmy off his bathing suit so 10 seconds and right? like literally kicked it off at me and i'm like catch it in the air and he goes he goes ah i'm getting naked and i was like well when in rome and i ripped my bathing suit off and we walked into the nude pool and it's been paradise ever since wow wow we've heard that story many many times yeah. so that's yeah, we, very yeah literally took 10 seconds yeah we, we tell people that come to hito if you're not sure about going to the nude site don't wait till day five no because then six. you regret it yeah. like right. you're sitting there going why did i wait so long it's really it's so easy and it's so weird being in clothes when everyone else is naked and how long did it take you guys to do your first sexual act here? Uh, so we were in the pool and we were getting all this advice. When we came here, it was kind of an older crowd. It was October and I, I don't remember what group. It was probably the Bubbly Bears or something. Yeah. And um, we were getting all this sage advice from the elders. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, so like, you know, if you sit on the side of the pool, you just automatically get a blowjob. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> okay. So... Um, so we got in the pool and we're hanging out and we, we really, the first day, I think we were just so overwhelmed and like just, you know, we kept going up and doing the games and stuff. So that was a that's big icebreaker. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so important too. Like he could loosen you up a little bit. We had a few drinks and all of a sudden, like I'm giving him a blowjob on the side of the pool. And I was like, let's do this. Like everybody else is having a great time. Let's do it too. And, um, and then the, the hot tub at night was when we really got crazy yes. uh-huh. yes. that so. hot tub at night um, at the time they didn't have midnight pizza or food so all no, you had to it's eat just there the was hot tub. pussy <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there was a lot of that <laughs> exactly. was the playroom open by then that very first time you were here um, no so that's why a lot of sex was happening in the hot everything tub everything happened at the hot tub yeah, yeah there was yeah. no no playroom yeah exactly so it was good and though. so growing up were you like sexually adventurous um so no i wasn't i was uh, actually you know a little girl from connecticut and uh i i didn't have my first uh i didn't have sex until i was 18. um i made my high school boyfriend wait two years before we had sex and uh, <laughs> was it good well here's the thing so um 
I made him wait and wait and wait. And I was like, I want to wait till college. I want to wait till college. I don't know why they wanted to wait till college, but it was my thing in my head. I was like, wait till college. That's what you're going to do because you're a good girl. <laughs> and uh, one day I'm hanging out with my sister and her husband and his best friend. And he was 26 and he was just hot as fuck. And I was like, hey. And we went on this, this ghost adventure to like go see like a haunted town or whatever. And then it was raining and pouring and we we're stuck in the back of this hatchback on the way back and we just start flirting with each other touching my leg and all of a sudden like ooh this is hot so we get back to the house and we start having a couple drinks and then um, my sister's like you guys can sleep over because um, mom's not going to let you back in the house drunk right. and I was like okay so uh, she pulls out the pull out couch and she's like Michael you can sleep on the floor she's like you can sleep in the bed and I was like okay and like 10 minutes after they went to bed Michael comes up and he goes Hey, can I come up in the bed? And I was like, yeah. He's like, it's really cold on the floor. So he comes up and we start making out. And then all of a sudden, like, we start going at it. Like, I'm, and then also we're having sex. And then, then all of a sudden, I'm riding him like a cowgirl. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, like, this is fantastic. And I had no idea that it would be. And uh, he, so I'm riding him. And he goes, oh, my God. He's like, you do this often? And I was like, actually, it's my first time. And he threw me across the floor, like, th across the room. And uh, he's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't know. I didn't know. And I was like, it's fine. Like, I, I want to do this. Yeah. And he's like, well, then I'm just going to have to show you everything. <laughs> everything. And he did. Wow. So I was like, all right, I love sex. So and then I went. it was a good first experience. Yeah, it was the greatest. And I went back to my boyfriend. I was like, yeah, we can have sex at prom. It's fine. <laughs> but he was terrible. And I'm glad I had sex oh, with a 26-year-old because... Right? Usually, he was like a little jackhammer. Uh, he screamed when he orgasmed. It was terrible. <laughs> in terrible. three minutes. Oh yeah. Yeah. And of do you remember your first orgasm? Um. Yes, it was intense, and I remember my face went numb. Uh, like I thought I had like Bell's palsy. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I, it's like came so hard. Um, was it that first night with the no, no by no, masturbating? Um, it took a while for me to like actual orgasm. Yeah. Like I thought it was orgasming, and then I had one, right, <laughs> and I was right. like, "Holy shit, that's yeah. a totally different experience!" Yeah. Like, yeah. it's like a body in bed. You're like toes yeah. are curling, and it was crazy. Uh -huh. And I was a little bit down the line. Um, college. It was actually college. Wow. Um, it was first orgasm. When was the first time you had an orgasm? I was in my 20s. I'd been having sex for seven years before I even orgasmed right. once. It's like you don't even know that it, know. you haven't had one. Yeah. Like you're just like, I guess this is it. It feels good. It, it feels, feels good. fine. But then when you have a real orgasm, you go, holy yep. shit, I've been it's missing like, out all this time. It's total game changer. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, like, wow, what the hell have I and been I doing? And I still <laughs> didn't really realize what had caused that to happen. I tried to replicate it later and it right? didn't quite work out. It Actually, I really learned how to control my orgasms after I met David, which is 15 years ago. And uh, that's when I really learned how to control my orgasm and make it happen and, ha yeah. and enjoy. You know, no, enjoy it's real true. Sex. Like it, it takes a while to learn it. Guys, just go. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's easy. But I, I found dudes. over the years, the older we get, the more intense and longer your orgasm. Because are. I'm learning more and more about my body. Right. I was, you, I was you, married you know for 16 years to my first husband, and I probably can count on one hand how many orgasms I had in oh, 16 years. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know I was having such bad sex until I met David. That's like how you it don't happens. know, right? And and now you squirt. Oh, I mean, by the gallon. Yeah, and have multiple orgasms. Like for half an hour, I can just keep <laughs> just to keep going and going and going. So it's actually one of the wonderful things about the lifestyle is you get to have sex with so many different people mm -hmm. that you find different things, and you're like, you know, he did this, and I think you know it'd be great. Yeah. And the great thing about Johnny is he wants to know. Yeah. Like he he's like, 
tell me what you liked about having sex with that guy. And I'm like, all right. And I'll start describing it in detail and then he'll try it. Yeah. Which is fantastic. But and it's hot just recounting the story. Oh, right? he it's, loves it. Like, yeah. I'm really bad at dirty talk. So, yeah, me too. Um, but recounting <laughs> a real thing. Yeah, yes, it's easier. Exactly. But yeah. we, we use our swinger experience as like live porn. That's what, that's what adds to the spice of yeah. us having sex together. Carol's oh, yeah. like, do you remember that other woman and when she was sitting on your face and I was sitting on your cock? So like when we have sex later on, I'm going to say, you know, Starry, she's sucking your balls right now, right? And that's just, <laughs> it. oh, Starry's down there. Okay, right, yeah. Right? Wait, the, sta- the Starry squirt? <laughs> no, actually. I did once, um, this guy was like, hey, um, he's like, I can make you squirt. And I was like, I don't do that. And uh, he's like, I'm going to make you do it. But I didn't really enjoy it. It felt... Um, like forced, right? Because he completely. didn't really know what he was doing. Well, he was yeah. jamming his hand. Because guys there, like, think that that's what you want. Yeah, that, that is feel not right. But you can learn correct. how to squirt on your own, and then it's and it's wonderful. It's fine, and it's a little bit of a party trick. But you don't have to have a guy make you squirt. They right. don't know that. I just take a cock. I tap my clit with a cock. So he thinks that the cock is doing it. But I can but just tap you. my clit. <laughs> I wanted to, but guys love that. They think they just made me squirt. Well, yeah, squirt you got to give them a little bit of you. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah, you don't mind, right? Yeah. As long as I'm an instrument <laughs> in this playful game. Yeah, exactly. So we're just going to wrap this up, Starry. It's been amazing talking to you. You've had some wonderful times here. What would you say to another woman who's thinking about coming either on her own or with her partner? But as a woman, what do you think is important to talk about before you come to a place like hedonism? Do not feel intimidated. Everyone that comes here, you have to realize if you come to hedonism, you have a certain mentality. And it's an openness for like meeting new people and f- trying new things and in like just getting out there. So, and I know, you know, your first moments of walking in here, it's kind of, it, it feels intimidating, but as soon as you start talking to the people, talk to everybody, like that's the key. Don't be shy, get out there. And how would this woman who might've found hedonism or, the open-minded lifestyle uh, somewhere else, how would she bring it up with her partner who maybe knows nothing about it? I would always say, do it while you're having sex. (laughs) (laughs) Opens up a long line of communication. Exactly. Like, you know what would be really great? And maybe like, I saw this online. Isn't this crazy? And then we should probably try it and see what the reaction is beforehand and if they you know they're not into it then yeah if he loses his erection you probably get it but if he's pumping you harder then you probably get that too yeah right? exactly <laughs> you so, got a good response you know, um, just just be open and honest about how you feel about it like ask first or because the curiosity is there for a lot of people and you might not even know your partner's been curious about it as well yeah and that's the one thing it's like you you need to talk to each other if you don't talk to each other you're gonna um, end up missing out on a lot of things don't ever hide what makes you happy that's and while you're here at Hedo talk and talk and talk every night every time you have an interaction with someone and your couple will grow and get stronger and you'll learn about those things that most couples never talk about. It's true because a lot of people just go 25 freaking years saying nothing to each other right. and it's... And like, then they get divorced when they're 70 years exactly. old. Exactly. And then they find someone at Hito. Starry, thanks so much for taking time out of Anytime. your beach nakedness It's been a pleasure. Today. Uh, why don't you remind everybody once again where they can find your music? Uh, you can find my music um, under Starry Tiberio or um, under the Hungers Band on YouTube and also on Spotify and iTunes. All right. 
This is the Hedo Show. We're Carol and David, and stay tuned. We'll be back after this. Alrighty, let's take a minute to talk about Hedonism 2 Resort in Jamaica. You know it's one of our favorite places to hang out naked on the beach, and it is the sexiest place on earth where you can be as mild or as wild as you like. As we've already mentioned, Hedo's going to be celebrating their 40th anniversary this year, so come and join us for all the celebrations over Halloween week, October 30th to November 6th. You won't want to miss any of this sexy fun event where Hedo goes all out with special activities and entertainment. And this year, everything's going to be extra special for their 40th anniversary. Go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com, and click on the Hedo Anniversary Event and book the sexiest and most erotic party of the year. All right, we're back. You know we're Carol and David. This is the Hedonism Show. We're broadcasting live on location at Hedonism 2 Resort on Negro Beach in Jamaica. Um, breakfast was delicious this morning. The sun is shining. The birds are chirping. There's How come we're not naked yet? We're not naked yet. Today's a work day. Um, <laughs> but we do have long. to finish the day with a sunset. I because know. every time we come here, the one thing that we do do is watch the sunset. That's what we do. So we have a great couple with us, Jen and Eric, another generic couple, but they are repeaters. That and will they are change one day where people will be able to be I out know, in the lifestyle and use their names and not worry about consequences. That will happen. But this couple, who's very, very friendly, and like David said, you're becoming ambassadors for the lifestyle because everybody knows who you are and everybody has seen you around. Let's just welcome you, first of all, to um, the Hedonism Show. Well, thank thanks you. so much for having us. Yeah, thank you. Let's start by talking about how long you guys have been coming and um, and how many times, how many years. Give us a little bit of background. So this is our third time here. Uh, we came uh, originally back uh, in 2019 in March and then again March uh, next year. And this year we, we couldn't wait till March, so we moved it back a, a month to go to February. Because you knew we were going to be here. <laughs> exactly. Well, yes. we're going to be here in we, March too, just so you know. You'll be here both. <laughs> yes, your 69-day stay know, covers right? a lot of ground. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so, so we've now started to talk about how we're going to come more than once a year. Right. Uh, because it's just such a great place. So for us, I don't think we can wait a, a year in between visits. You know, we have um, a little trick. We've been in the lifestyle swinging for 13 years. And... Um, we've been to all the different resorts on all the cruises and um, to Europe and our trick is that we always have our next trip booked before we leave the trip that we're on so it's always rolling and something to look forward to and it's funny because there's always somebody who we've been on a last trip with who ends up on the next trip with I us know, and it it's, is amazing. it's it's if we could just remember their names <laughs> <laughs> so between the two of you whose idea was it to come here the first time the first I time, know. I don't actually remember who yeah, found actually Hito. I, I think maybe we heard about it through friends. Right. So we're, we're on SLS, yep. and uh, we got into the lifestyle about five, five and a half years ago. Yeah. Uh, originally got into the, in the lifestyle on SLS and did the whole uh, dating, in quotation, uh, <laughs> thing. Found that although we had some lovely times and, and, and dates with people, uh, you'd go on a one-on-one, you know, outing with somebody and then just not click. Right. So then we started going to a club, uh, which is about an hour and a half from our house. But we travel that hour and a half uh, every other weekend to go there because at the club scene, you can meet 30, 40, 50 different couples in a night and just have a great time. Hito is the, the top of that hierarchy. It, here you go and you meet hundreds of couples. Well, right. th the big thing about 
going on a destination lifestyle vacation is you have a week you have 10 days to meet not only one people but multiple people like exactly. you were saying when we first started dating we were on sls as well and we found people we went out with a couple and the first time have a couple hours to get to know yeah. them right. exactly. the first time right. we, yeah. did, we did drinks and dinner and this and that and they ended up being the wrong couple right and there goes four hours of your life Evening, yeah. exactly so we started meeting for a drink at our local club in montreal and that worked a lot better because if that couple wasn't the right one well there was a bunch of other people there exactly what you guys are doing and then came um our first trip to desire in, in cancun and um it opened up this whole world of meeting sexy fun people who you don't have this four hours, five hours to meet someone, hopefully connect, fuck them, and then go home or yeah. go back to the hotel, right? Right. Expect so a miracle almost, really. Yes, yeah. Because it's hard for four people to connect. It really yes, is. Yes, it and, is and very then hard. And you have, of course, um, foursome or more some, there's more and more connections to be made. But yeah, so when you're at a place like this, you get a chance to meet people at breakfast, at lunch, in the pool. Mm -hmm. And if there is the chemistry, then you can go off to, to play in the playroom or in your room or whatever. So that's awesome. Yeah, and, and the numbers right now are a little lower than the last two years that we came here. Mm -hmm. uh, however, we've made probably just as many connections right. as when there were more people. Right. Uh, there's still so many great people here with with so many great stories. And so even though the numbers are great, it's it's we're having a fabulous yeah, week. Yeah, absolutely. So, so Jen, yeah. I, I like that Eric mentioned that uh, we're here with less people. We've been here where the place was sold out. And... Number one, you can't meet everybody. And number two, you can't fuck everybody, <laughs> even though some people we've seen. Although you'll try yeah. the challenge. Yeah, right. <laughs> but us too, we found it very intimate here. We've gotten close to you guys. We've we spent time with you. We've gotten to know you. And you get to spend time with the same people for many more minutes or hours. And, and dinner is much more intimate. Mm -hmm. So we've really liked our time here. Hito's done a great job with the lower occupancy uh, going forward they're in triple digits which yay hito because we wanted to survive and it is you know super safe here but um jen talk a little bit about you know the time that you have here and the people that you've been meeting um have you met new people have you been to the playroom we actually haven't been to the playroom yet which is surprising this for trip. trip this trip this trip this trip we're but we're free tonight <laughs> <laughs> um is, what I've enjoyed... Is midnight good for you? you <laughs> <laughs> He's checking his schedule. <laughs> what I've enjoyed is, uh, I mean, when, it, when you've had other years and it was non-COVID years, the, the nude pool is packed. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't move sometimes. Right. Um, and what I've enjoyed is because there's more room and you, you're able to, like you just talked about, connect with people on a different level... Um, but for me, sometimes when it is packed, it was overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. So this, I've really enjoyed this personally. I mean, I still like a, a packed nude pool. Don't mm -hmm. get me wrong. Mm -hmm. It's just a different experience in mm -hmm. a good way. Yeah, and you know, we've spoken to a lot of couples since we've been here. As we've been here four weeks already, and we have not heard one complaint about the occupancy level. No, it's not what anybody talks e except about, except from Harry. 
Well, of course, the mo- monetarily, <laughs> of course, we get that. But I'm saying for the Hedo experience, nobody has said, no. oh, my God, there was only 40 couples. And that's plenty of yes. couples. You know, yeah. it's not like there's only three couples to choose from, right. right? Yeah, I think the fear of that is the people that haven't been here. Yeah. So we, we're on, like, several different Facebook uh, uh, groups for, for Hedo. And, you know, on those groups, people always seem to be talking about, Oh, the occupancy is low, and this fear and that fear, and their fears that they're unfounded. Absolutely. Exactly. And yeah. once you come here, it, it'll throw those fears away. Mm-hmm. You know. So, and and, mm-hmm. and we, we should be talking about everything that Hedo has done to make the guest experience simplified during um, this global pandemic. And Frig, you know, people are canceling really um, for reasons that are unfounded, like mm-hmm. you just said. The COVID test before you leave is done on property. It's covered by HEDO. Um, if something happens, they have special rooms here to take care of you. Um, the transportation is secure. I mean, don't cancel your trip. Come on down. We've had such an amazing time. We've been here for four weeks. People who've been here with us, it's like, can we stay with you? <laughs> it's like, well, if you live in Canada because we can't get home because there's no flights, maybe. <laughs> but um, it's just been such a great time. And um, canceling because you're not sure about is it safe or what about this test don't just keep coming don't don't cancel that reservation it's yeah, really the, really simple mm-hmm. yeah well and on all these groups that we're, we're on um it's like you said it's the misinformation right and it, at some point he told me just don't say anything because it's some people want Wanted an to get argument into the to start. Right. Right. I just now, got to right. the point where yeah. all these people were canceling. And I finally said, stop listening to this inf- misinformation. And then he was telling people, go to the, the government website and get right. the actual facts. Right. 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 Because right. It, like you were saying, the process is very, very simple. We got our COVID test. We're from the U.S., so we had the test uh, to, to get here. Uh, our test was very simple. Results came back in less than 12 hours. Mm-hmm. We had to get that travel authorization from, from Jamaica government. That took about 10 minutes to complete. Right, right. And about 20 seconds later, we got the actual <laughs> right. authorization popped up. Uh, as soon as you get here, they have the computer set up right in the lobby. You fill it out. It takes like two minutes to fill out. And that sets you up for your schedule to take the COVID test when you're going to leave right here yep. for free on premise. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, you should come because you get your Hedo mask. So that alone, oh, right? <laughs> yeah, kind of a no-brainer. And your water bottle. <laughs> and your water bottle. Yes, sanitizer. Yes, yes. Those are nice surprises. So okay, yeah. let's get back into these some of these questions that we we're going to ask you. What What about? Um, do you remember your very first visit? Is there something about that that you want to tell us? Now I'm going to start crying. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. Oh, about when you left? Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, you. I I actually cried. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Our first visit, it was time to leave, and I actually was crying. She, she was in the transportation leaving, and yeah. she broke down crying because, it, again, we're in paradise. Yeah. And, and when you're was, leaving, there are tears coming out of her eyes. I know. <laughs> it's contagious. <laughs> it, it was, it's like it the was, wedding yesterday all over. Yeah. Everybody was crying at that. <laughs> it, it was the most freeing place I'd ever been. And it felt like, and the only way I can describe it is like if, if somebody's gay and they're in the closet. Yeah. And, and I had to leave this place where I could be myself. Mm-hmm. And I had to go back home and, and sort of pretend to be a different person. Right. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So 
But originally when we booked it, we booked on the prude side. And then at the last minute we decided we, we moved over um, to the nude side. F it. Basically. Yeah. Let's glad, let's change it. Now. And we changed it to the nude side. And we kinda looked at each other when we got here and we thought, all right, how long until we actually drop trow? Mm-hmm. And it was like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, <maybe laughs> there you less. go. <laughs> and, and for me, there was a little apprehension to, to, with that. I'm like, I never walked around a whole bunch of people naked yes. before. And I'm like, I'm not sure how comfortable I'm going to be with this. And again, 10 minutes later, uh-huh. you don't even we're in the nude pool, right. having right. a blast, and you don't think about it yes. again. Yeah, and now you're up there with, not, with the DJ. I know. The <laughs> now, now, well, another interesting story about our, our first trip is when we, were, when we were leaving, we went to get on the plane. The plane had mechanical issues, so they kept getting delayed, delayed, and then they finally said, you have to stay overnight. Oh, yeah. So they put funny. us up in a, uh, a different resort in Montego Bay over, the, over that night. And uh, the next morning, uh, Jen got up for, see, I got your name. Jen got up for coffee. She went to go out of the room in this other resort and forgot to put any clothes on. <laughs> that is hilarious. so used to being naked. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, we heard a story similar at the airport when you go through security and, sh- and uh, this lady had to take her belt off. So she was just mindlessly taking her belt off and started pulling down her pants in the airport. <laughs> <laughs> and her husband was going, no, no, no. Oh, what? oh my goodness. Yeah. That was very funny. <laughs> Great story. One, Love one it. thing I do want for people who have never been here and they're thinking about booking, I, I want people to know that if you book on the nude side, you don't have to be nude the right. whole time. You're allowed to have clothes on when you walk out your door and go to your meals or whatever. I just, I always feel like people book on the prude side because they think as soon as you're on the nude side, you have to be nude. Mm. But that's it's a really good point. A yeah, it's a very good point. A point. Yeah. Where there are signs yeah. telling you you have to be yeah. nude. And I think that everybody should word of mouth spread about how great Hito is. So we have friends that, we, that are very new to the lifestyle. Uh, oh, yes, and, and that's we, true. And we met them at the club that we go to. And we started talking about all of these things, like what we're talking about today, about how great Hito is and all the reasons. Well, they'll be here on Saturday. Yay. So they're brand new, the lifestyle, and they're coming in on Saturday. Are you guys still going to be here? We will be oh, here. Yes. We're, we're here for two weeks. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, good, good, so, good. So, Jen, um, it was very touching how sentimental and emotional you just were talking about your first trip. What did you guys talk about when you got home about having just experienced seven days in, in this paradise that most of the people in this world don't even know about exist? As a woman, like, how did you, what did you guys talk about? Did it enhance your relationship and your sex life? I mean, the first thing we talked about is when are we going back? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, I mean, we had already kind of been in the lifestyle, so I think it just added a, a new level of intimacy mm-hmm. and... Um, you know, the experiences that we had with other couples here during that visit. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of hard to describe. Did you feel more empowered as a woman to take control of your sexuality and choose who and what you wanted to do? I just felt free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if it was really a empowerment, just freedom is the only way I can describe it. Sometimes I like to think that when we first discovered the lifestyle that we found our tribe. You know, when you find that community yes. that is like-minded and it has your heart, it has your back. And right. to me, that's kind of the way I describe Like, there's no going back once you found your tribe. You can't. How can you live without them? Uh, and I would yes. agree with that. I would yes. say a similar thing. It's yeah. almost like family. Right. right. And it's a, the lifestyle, almost exclusively everybody 
is just so super friendly and so nice. And we, we like to make the, the joke about sandals next door. Yeah. So when you're here and you walk down a walkway or you walk by the pool, every single person that, you, that you come in contact with will say, hello, how are you doing today? And hey, or we'll just up? stop and talk to you for yeah. a bit. Right. Walk next door on the beach at Sandals and they're all by themselves. Yes. They, right. They're it's a not interacting. Resort, mm-hmm. right. It's a different yeah, thing. Exactly, but that, but yeah. I think that that's in the lifestyles. You have that family type, the tribe, as you, you spoke right. of. You right. have that. It's that community feeling. Yeah. Yes. And so it, it's, a, it's a real feeling. Let's talk about your best sexual experience you've had here and be graphic. <laughs> be graphic. Well, <laughs> boy, there's going to be a long I list. I mean, I had fun last year. It was... Go on, Jen. Yeah. It started in the nude pool and... It, w- it was a couple, but the wife was, I think, just back at the room. I think she was. And the uh, husband was in the, in the nude pool. So we sort of started there and ended up in the playroom right by the pool. Right. So just you and happened her. in Hut. What's that? Just you and her. Oh, yeah. no, no. It was the husband, myself, and. Eric? <laughs> Eric. <laughs> uh, but that was really exciting for me because it was sort of my husband was fucking me uh-huh. and then he was behind me and I, I it was just really hot yeah for yeah. Sure. in your mouth and your husband and your pussy yeah, yeah. yeah. So, exactly. so I would think for me the part that I was involved in I have two one I was involved in one I was not the the, the time 530 in the morning the oh, cabana yes. down here next to the poo pool I think everybody on the resort uh, was involved yes <laughs> I was having loud. sex with a Australian woman she was very vocal. Yes. And I'm pretty sure we woke up the entire yes. resort. Yes. There was <laughs> a great fun. connection and that was a great time. Yes. And then my second one was actually this year, was just a couple of days ago. I was not participating in this, but I thoroughly enjoyed watching this and I feel everybody else did enjoy watching this here. And, and that would be Jen on the side of the pool, <laughs> bent She's over with really Chelsea. Blushing. Uh, with a strap on, mm-hmm. fucking her from behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh no, she fucked her multiple ways. Well, actually. we watched that from the beach, just we so did. you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that it, that everybody will remember that. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely very, very, that very was a hot. fun time. There yes. you go. But you guys still have many more days to um, create new, exciting experiences and yes. fun, and meet people, and your friends are coming. And uh, I think we'll be working a little bit less uh, this week. Um, but it, it's just it's just such a great place um, to meet people, to make friends. We've been swingers for 13 years, and our goal on every trip that we go on is to make friends with one more couple. It's not a big challenge, it's but not, no, right. do that no. every single because time we go somewhere. Because you meet a lot of people, and then you might not see them or meet them for a couple of years, but we like making friends with one couple who we stay in touch with, uh, remember their names, yeah. um, plan another trip with them. And now we have friends all over the world, all and over the And we're not US. talking about fucking them. It's not no. necessary. It could yeah. have been or not. It doesn't right. matter, right? We're yeah. the same way. Yeah. So we have yeah. friends from past trips and new friends from this trip that, that you know, are in the lifestyle, some that are not in the lifestyle. Right. Uh, but we count them as friends, and we certainly will stay in communication with them and hopefully come here again in another years with them. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I guess there's some final advice that you want to leave for people who are maybe the next generation who are contemplating coming here and want to learn or, or how to express and explore their sexuality. What advice would you have for them? I say just come and then come again and come <laughs> again. Um, no, it's just one of those things in life that if you don't at least try it, maybe it's not for you, but you have to at least try it. 
And I believe that anybody that comes here will just love it. Mm. And I mean, they have multiple playrooms and there's, uh, I, I'm not sure if you'd call it the dungeon. Yes. There's a yes. swing yes. in there. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I've ended up on the swing a couple mm-hmm. times, so that's fun. And you just never know who you're going to meet who will introduce you to different um, sexual fantasies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even, even, if, even if you don't meet people or have sex with people, I mean, we've made... I'm going to start crying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we went to the wedding yesterday and become friends with our vanilla friends. Yeah, another Jen and Eric. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, so uh, we always say it's quality, not quantity. Absolutely. So in uh, the quality of people here, just you don't have to have sex with everybody. Yeah. You're or just coming and uh, Yeah, you're just coming in and having fun and meeting new people. And what's okay. very cool, um, you guys have been in the lifestyle uh, for X number of years. Uh, we've been in it for 13 years. And those, those three rules that are, are paramount in the lifestyle, which is ask first, no means no, and if you don't get an enthusiastic yes, it's a no, play out wherever you go. And everybody gets those rules. When you come to a place like Hito, or you go on the cruises, or you go anywhere with lifestyle people, lifestyle people get respect and consent. And that's what makes coming to a place like this so um, enjoyable and safe. Yes. I mean, in fact, our new friends that are vanilla, I asked them straight out in the pool if they were in the lifestyle because I don't want to assume that somebody is. And if you're new coming here, I want people to feel safe Mm -hmm. and not think they're just going to get attacked in the nude pool. It's just not what it's like. Absolutely. Everybody's clearly not in the lifestyle and there's nudists and there's lifestyle people and there's different levels of lifestyle, as, as we know. And, and, and again, everybody's accepting of yes. wherever you are right. uh, in that spectrum. No judgment, non-judgmental. Right. Wow. Very, very nice way to end this. Thank you guys for I being with us. I can't believe we had tears. I know, Both right? Both of you. <laughs> so cool. So cool. Anyways, Jen, Eric, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for inviting us. Thank you for having us. us. Our pleasure. pleasure. All right. We're Carol and David. This is the Hedonism Show. We are broadcasting live on location from Hedonism 2 Resort on the Grill Beach in Jamaica. That's the end of another great show. Thanks so much to all our guests for being here today and especially to you for listening week in and week out. And please remember to stay safe and healthy and follow all the suggested protocols issued by your local health authorities. Wash your hands, avoid touching your face, practice social distancing, wear a mask, and when your turn comes up, please get your vaccination. And join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle talking about sex, sexuality, sexual health and sexual pleasure, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Well, that's it for our show today. It's time to get naked on the beach. Carol and I send you lots of love and great sex. And please stay safe. And of course, stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Hedonism Show. We've got another one lined up next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. Thank you.